everybody. We are live. Pastor Jennifer at ICF Rome and my <laughs> wonderful friends. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. We are glad that you are on the platform. Welcome to Thursday uh, uh, Connect. Amen. We yes, are let's so excited. Yeah. God is going to do some amazing things and we're going to wait for some of you to jump on. Some of our friends are waking up early or joining us from a, literally around the world. I had people last night from South Africa, mm -hmm. from Kenya, mm -hmm. from uh, Copenhagen. Wow. So if you're joining us, we want to we want to see you. Yeah. We've got questions to talk about today. Yes, today we'll be doing something to do with the reflection, personal reflections yes. and group discussion. So this is, hi Barb, good morning. We're oh, glad good to morning, see you. Barbara. <laughs> and Boriana. Ciao, yes. Boriana. Hi. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, you know, sometimes what we do when we start our our uh, Thursday Connect is we say something that we're praising God for. Mm -hmm. So as you're joining on with us, we want you to type in the chat, what are you praising God for today? Mm -hmm. So, um, Mary, what are you praising God for today? Yeah, um, good morning. Today I'm praising God for uh, the strength. Mm -hmm. And the energy, yes. yes, and the fact that I have a new bread. Yes, yeah. Yeah. amen, yeah. amen. God really touches us and strengthens us. Yes. I am thanking God for health and vitality in my grandchildren. Amen. Hi, Anicia. Yes. We're happy Good to morning. see you. Tell us what you are praising God yeah. for this morning, please. <laughs> yes, what are you praising God for? You know, many of you have prayed with me over Juliana, over Giovanna, over Jacqueline, over Erica, over Jessica. Yes. I mean, all of them are doing really wonderful amen. right now. That's Yes. <laughs> All my family kids are just doing good and thriving. And uh, so I praise God. He has really seen them through some difficult physical things this year and they're doing great. And we praise God for that. So you tell yes. us what you're praising God for. Yes. What are you praising God for? Yes, Brianna. <laughs> I'm praising God. Yeah, Brianna is saying, I'm praising God for his mercy and I am thankful for his for my pastor. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Thank, so you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Oh, Babs. Yeah, your Babs is praising God for health, safety, family, and friends. Wow. Amen. Exactly. That's Thank wonderful. God. Amen. It's good to give mm -hmm. God praise. Yes. Amen. And, yeah. Amen. Well, we're gonna pray yes. and then we're gonna kind of recap from last week as we continue in our book study on Isaiah and we are going to be basically if you have the book we're going to be on page 53 yes, with a reflection it, question exactly okay this is a book we are <laughs> Isaiah said be comforted, be comforted yes. I love it when I think about Isaiah and some of the powerful prophecies and that he the book author would title this be comforted be, imagine, be yeah. comforted in the prophecy imagine. because even though some of the prophecies are if you disobey god these things are going to happen yeah. <laughs> but about yes. be comforted <laughs> yes because emmanuel yeah. is going to be with us yes. and god is going to see us through amen yes yes god for my... wow exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we need yes. that mental strength Unicia. awesome yes. hi salome I... welcome yeah. well lord we just give you this day and lord you know what each of us needs to to have in our spirit to be reminded that you're in charge that yes. you prophesy and predict promises over our yes, lives lord. and so lord we ask that you would illuminate your word Ooh. illuminate our discussion yes, in jesus, jesus name amen. 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 amen amen okay so the first thing i'm gonna hit just really quick kind of what we left off with um last week even though we started um Chapter four, the burden prophet. We talked about God musters his army and how God is sovereign, sovereign and can call any army. Isn't that encouraging? God yes. can call any army to be. Um, God punishes the enemies. So you don't have to worry about punishing your enemies. God yes. takes care of that yes. and he handles it. And, you know, sometimes I think people say, um, oh, well, that sounds like that's not a nice God or that's not a good God. But if you believe in good, you have to believe in bad. If you believe in heaven, you have to know that there is a hell to, to avoid. And so it's not wrong, as Isaiah does, as the prophets do, to bring things to our remembrance and our attention that 
These are things that are not good for your life, that will separate you from God. And we can learn from what the nations experienced. And then God comes back and says, uh, good morning. Good morning, Amy. We're glad to see you from Padova. We're so happy you're with us today. And we have asked everybody, what are you praising God for today? Yes. So Amy, tell us. Yes, tell us. So God musters an army. God punishes his enemies. God delivers his people. Somebody type that in the chat. God delivers his people. In case you have something going on and you feel like, I need deliverance from this. Uh, it could even be a process of things you're going through right now. God is going to deliver. That's the promise. Mm -hmm. And finally, that God announces the victory. Mm -hmm. That's what our praise does. We announce the victory. Mm -hmm. I was listening to a new song this morning, and um, it was saying that God's going to get the glory. And the song said, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm already healed, wow. even though I'm not healed yet. Wow. And so to begin to announce the victory over your life. Amen. God delivers his people. people. Yes. Hi, Julia. Oh, we miss you, Julia Akur. Yes. Good morning. <laughs> and your you? beautiful children here in Rome. <laughs> we love you, Julia. I hope you guys can come back soon. And the kids are all growing. Yes. Praising God for everything. Hallelujah. Yes. There's all kind of things to praise God for. Isn't that cool? Yes. Godly friends that encourage you and help you grow. Exactly. Amen. That's Thank you, Amy. That's awesome, Amy. We need people on our side to yes. help us grow our faith. Amen. Mm. So we're going to start today with some personal reflections so we can interact a little bit. Looking at this question from page 53, question number one, it says that... Uh, is that what we're doing, or were we going to do something else? We need it, yeah. Before we go to the uh, to the personal reflection mm -hmm. questions, mm -hmm. we just need to touch on something. Yes, uh, you okay? Page, yes, do that. Uh, this was in page. Uh -huh. Page fifty nine. Okay. Yeah, for that, for those for us who have the books, page fifty nine. Uh, remember, we are talk, we are we were talking on uh, the ten nations beside Judah. Which, uh, which God had given the message because the message, Isaiah had been given a message uh, regarding Judah. However, this was not only for Judah alone, but it was also meant for the other 10 nations as we saw last time. You know, that, that, uh, the likes of uh, Babylon, uh, Babylon, Assyria, Christia, Moab, Damascus, Ephraim, Ethiopia, Egypt, Edom, Arabia, Judah and Jerusalem, Phoenicia. Uh, <laughs> you know those were were ten. So uh, last last time we touched on Babylon, okay, and we, Pastor Jane has just highlighted, you know, the the four uh, the four the, the four keys we would yeah. call like the four keys or attributes regarding what God said in regards to uh, to the nation of Babylon. And now so, we're going to talk about the key word. Yes. <laughs> and now we're going to talk about the key word regarding Assyria. Remember, Assyria was used by God as a, a disciplined stick to, mm -hmm. the, to Judah. <laughs> yeah. So what we have just said that God can use anyone, mm -hmm. you know, and God can use any army. Mm -hmm. So Assyrian army was used by God, you know. <laughs> there to, was a purpose in it. Yes. It was just used as a... As a as a discipline uh, stick to you know to Judah, his beloved nation. You know God. You know God loved and uh, held Judah at heart. So, but they had decided. So he used. So the thing, the key word here is a purpose. What was the purpose uh, for which God used Assyria? So God is in control. Uh, um, uh, before even I mentioned that, <laughs> when COVID started in March. Uh, you know, here March 2020, when we could not get into the uh, into the into the church okay. buildings, so when we had to launch our church and connection online, you know, I remember as I was going through this, I remember Pastor Jane <laughs> online, and he just gave us this uh, acronym of PPS and P, study for peace. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> Peace. Yes. Purpose. Yes. Power. 
Oh, strength. Yes. <laughs> peace, power, strength, and purpose. Yes. P -P S and P. Peace. Power, yeah. strength, and purpose. Isn't that awesome? I love that. That <laughs> we did that in March, yeah. and now we're doing so it again. Those are very important. You know, mm -hmm. they are just uh, um, initials, but which are very powerful. Mm -hmm. So P P S P. Hashtag P P S P. <laughs> Peace, power, strength, and purpose. God gives us that in exactly. every battle that we're facing. Exactly. And so today we're going to pick on one P, which <laughs> is the purpose, the key thing uh, in regard to Assyria. So God is in control of the lives and fall of nations, including today. Mm -hmm. Yes. So he works out divine purposes in the world. Mm -hmm. Um. He used Assyria, as I, I just mentioned that, that as his tool mm -hmm. to discipline and, and to accomplish his purposes. Mm -hmm. So, and that we see in Isaiah uh, chapter 10 and verse 5. Mm -hmm. So, the day, of the, uh, the day to judge Assyria would come, mm -hmm. and the place of judgment would be the land of Judah. Wow, mm -hmm. wow, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> this is amazing. Remember, Assyria is being used by God, you know, to mm. discipline Judah itself. Mm. However, the mm. purpose. Yes. Regardless. <laughs> when, you, when you're talking about it like that, it makes me think about how is the Bible and Isaiah and this history lesson of these countries relevant to us right now? There's turmoil in nations. But God uses... He, he doesn't always cause it. He, he's not the author of anything bad. God no. is the author of good. But he allows things to happen. Like he allowed Assyria to do this. The, the writer of this devotional study says to discipline Judah, to show them, you need to turn back to me. You need to trust in me. This is what a heathen nation looks like. And I think we can see that in our world, that there are these turmoils. Mm -hmm. But as a Christian, I don't need to be afraid of it. Mm -hmm. I can say that, okay, Lord, you're using it to show me I need you. I must depend on you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something else is also because uh, Judah had, had looked upon uh, Assyria as their help. Mm -hmm. Instead of trusting God, mm -hmm. they had, you know, replaced, you know, they had uh, placed Assyria mm -hmm. as their help. They leaned on them mm -hmm. and they saw as if uh, Assyria, you know, was strong and had a strong army. Mm -hmm. So, but they forgot that God, you know, was mm -hmm. their defense. God was their, you know, blessing. Awesome. Exactly. And how does that affect us is because... While our country, wherever we live, may help us, they may provide money for us during this COVID. Sometimes some of the different countries have given stipends or uh, special allowances for provision, which has been wonderful. And we thank God for using yes. people yes. to bring the answers to the prayer. But we have to remember, like God was wanting Judah to remember, exactly. your help comes from the Lord. Exactly. And the Lord is the one I depend on. So if my country can't help me, or if that country can't help that country, yes. I can't let that destroy my faith because no. my help comes from the Lord. Yes, he's the one who is trapped. Mm -hmm. The way he can just, you know, speak to you, go and, you know, minister to, mm -hmm. or do this to my to my daughter or to my son, you know, something awesome. like that, yeah? Awesome. So This is going to lead us up to a very important question here <laughs> yes. in a minute. Uh, what else do you have? So that's about it, okay. and we... We mentioned, yeah, so another nation we're going to mention about, there's also Philistia or the nation of Philistines, but let's go uh, to the nation of Moab. Okay, and we're going to go there in just yes. a minute, yes. okay? Um, that will be on page 60. But yes. first, we're going to look at this question on page 53. Even though there are positive aspects to independence, so that's what we're talking about with these countries. Maybe they were independent. Maybe yes. they depended on that. Even though there are positive aspects to independence and freedom, how can self-reliance become sin? So Mary, in the way Mary awesomely does all the time, came up with some positive aspects to independence. Tell us what the Lord showed you on that, Mary. Well, uh, remember, okay, the positive, the positive um, aspect of independence uh, we can tap this way back, you know, from creation. Pastor Jean just you know, mentioned about God, 
you know, that God, God is a good God and has always been good. However, what happens is that we sometimes find, uh, you know, um, like, you know, things, bad things happening and we, we try to think that we are disassociated by God, but it's not that way. It's because we get out of his way. And so for him to bring us back to, to him, he has to use, uh, you know, a, a situation that to us may not look good. So in that case, uh, the positive aspect of it depends. He, he, like from the from creation, he gave us a free will. Mm. You see, that is his goodness. He has not, it's not a, good, a God who says, you know, a master, master, master this away. No, he created us in his own image. And from there, he also gave us the free will. Mm -hmm. You know, a free will to, if we look at Genesis, uh, Genesis chapter 2, mm -hmm. verse 16. Uh, to 17, you can see that after God created us, he gave us the the, uh, the free will. That is to say, you have a choice. He said, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. Exactly. But you must not eat from the one tree of knowledge of good and evil, because when you eat from that, it will you will die. So he was saying, I have some protocols in yes. place, but you're free to choose. Mm -hmm. So we see that some, uh, the good aspect of freedom or independence. So God sort of leaves you to be independent and for you to, to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Let's also see what else he said in Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 19. Mm -hmm. Yes, Deuteronomy 30, 19 says, This day I call the heavens and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. There you go again. Choose. Choose. <laughs> choice. 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 Mm -hmm. Freedom. Free will. Mm -hmm. Okay? An aspect of independent. God has set you free mm. to choose. Mm -hmm. However, here, choose uh, the, the light way. Let's also look at um, something else in Second Corinthians first 3 and 17. What does uh, the Lord say, Pastor Jane? Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. freedom. <laughs> there is freedom. Yes. So again, we are free. You know, mm -hmm. we are free. Before the Lord, we are free. But you know what? Sometimes when I meet people that are just meeting Jesus for the first time, um, that is one of the, I say it's a light bulb moment. I see it in their face or their countenance when they realize Nobody's making you choose, but you have the freedom to choose yes. God. And when they realize that God is saying, I want you to choose me because I have good yes. for you, that it lifts. It's not a heavy burden. It's not a heavy load to no. carry. It's a choice and it feels wonderful. I want to choose Jesus for my life. Exactly. It's freedom. It's freeing to yes. know that I'm not being pressed down, but yes. I'm being lifted up. Yes. In fact, he just, he's such a gentleman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's a gentleman. He says, I stand in the door mm -hmm. of your heart. Mm -hmm. If you let me, I'll come in and die with you. If you don't, yes. yes. Can you so, just imagine Jesus saying, you know what? And for us who are on Thursday Connect, who maybe have not, we're talking about salvation too, but also what about maybe some things you have never wanted to let God in, mm -hmm. in, that, in that certain area of your heart? And he's saying, I'm standing at the door yes. knocking. I want to help you in this area. Stop trying to do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's where we come to this question that we want you to put in. Um, how can self-reliance become sin or be negative? So if you mm -hmm. had a thought, Boyana, Barb, those of you, Amy, yeah, Julia, listen, if you have a thought, write that down. How can self-reliance become sin? Um, I, I suppose maybe one of the things, uh, Pastor Curry from India, welcome. We're happy to have you. Thanks yes. for joining us as we study the book of Isaiah. We're yes. going to be in Isaiah chapter 11 here in just a minute. Um, how does self-reliance mm -hmm. and that independent spirit, we've already set a precedent that it can be wonderful and freeing to choose the Lord, yes. but when can it become sin? What happens? when that self-independence becomes um, sin and not good for us? I know that's kind of a hard question. Yeah. For me, I think that um, when 
um, when I choose my way over God's way, then I can actually be guided by the wrong voices in the world. Mm -hmm. And so I become very independent. It breaks my heart sometimes when people want to pull away from the body of Christ and they say, oh, I'm just going to be by myself and that's all I'm going to do because the Bible is very clear. Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. There is strength when we come together and there's accountability when we come together and we're a part of uh, organizations that bring us unity and bring yes. us wisdom and guidance. And so I think sometimes when we pull away, we can become very um, uh, open mm -hmm. to the lies of the enemy. Mm -hmm. Isolation is not a good tool. Um, yeah, when you have that self-reliance without God, you know, especially in our world, mm -hmm. I think our world is very much about the selfie mm -hmm. and the self, mm -hmm. um, Amy. When I want my way and don't listen to God's best for me, being prideful in my own abilities. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. These are ways yes. that self-reliance, yeah. Anybody else? Mary, what about you? What What's something that you feel the Lord saying to you personally about making sure you depend on him or don't become self-reliant? Well, uh, for me, uh, self-reliance, self you know, uh, can, be, can be a sin or can be heavy. Because one thing I need to be reminded that God created us for the purpose of interrelationship. Mm -hmm. Life on the world, but the purpose for him is for us to relate mm -hmm. with him. Mm -hmm. So uh, as we unlock things, we know that we cannot, you know, we cannot uh, have that, um, we cannot live by our own. Mm -hmm. So, but when we rely on our own understanding, on our own wisdom, on our own thing, then we push God away, mm -hmm. and uh, this cannot go far. Well, that's what he was saying with yes. Assyria and Judah, that you can't, when you rely on your own self or even another person's own self, yes. you stop relying on God, and we get ourselves in trouble that way. Yes, and again also, if I, uh, if I don't, if I'm self-reliance, then I may be making decisions. Mm-hmm. Which could not, which may have, you know, uh, very negative uh, consequences. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, when we're self-reliant, we're we open ourselves up to distress yes. and and that independence of, you know, the the enemy likes to use isolation and make us think that, and especially right now in our world, yeah. we've, we've we've been isolated to a certain extent, and we've been hearing the words social distancing so much. God doesn't want us to social distance from him. Yes. He wants us to be dependent on the Lord and to not have that, Amy, like you said, that sin of prideful ability and not being able to really trust in him. Um, we need others, yes, but more importantly, we need, yes, yes, thank yes, you. So good. Yes, well, yes. I want us to look for a minute at Isaiah chapter 11. Um I'm just going to read verses 1 through 5 and verse 10 and 13, okay? Isaiah chapter 11, talking about the branch of Jesse. It says a shoot, now we're talking, this is Isaiah prophecy talking about Jesus as well. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse, from his roots, a branch that will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. So it doesn't say his spirit will rest on him. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of prayer, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. This is the good about not being self-reliant, that the spirit of the Lord gives us wisdom and understanding and counsel. And the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord brings us delight in that. It's not like we're afraid of God, but we have a healthy respect of I trust him. I want him to lead me and guide me and correct me when I'm going the wrong way. It's a left, uh, to, uh, to left lens. Yes, yeah, reverence, yes. yes. He will not judge. This I really love this part. In, in part of verse 3, he will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness 
Somebody type righteousness. Yes. With righteousness. That means right standing with God. Yeah. With righteousness, he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. Then I want you to jump down to verse 10. It says, in that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the people. That's Jesus. Yes. That he is a banner for the nations will rally to him and the place of rest will be glorious. In that day, the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to reclaim the remnant that is left of his people from Assyria, from Lower Egypt, from Egypt, from Cush, from Elam, from Babylon, all these places. He will raise a banner for the nations and gather the exiles of Israel as well. So here's what I felt the Lord was saying to me about this personal reflection of self-reliance. 11 verse 3 says he won't judge by what he sees or what he hears with his eyes, but by righteousness. If I am self-reliant, mm. I see and hear things with my ears of that course. makes me judge. Of course. And I'm sometimes going to judge the wrong way. You are human. You look at the face burying. Yes. Yes. But if I am honoring that God is in charge, somebody type God is in charge, <laughs> you, we have to remind ourselves that. It's not, I'm not in charge. God is in charge. God is in charge. He's going to talk. He's then to the things I see in this world, the things I see in my country, mm -hmm. the things I hear people saying, those aren't the things that give me wisdom. Yes, yes. The righteousness of God gives me yes. wisdom. And in fact, not only that, uh, even uh, in reference to the devil, remember that the, the devil is the ruler of this world. Mm -hmm. And so even for him, whatever he, whatever he takes to the Father, you know, regarding you know, regarding uh, his children, mm -hmm. you see, God will not judge that. Yes. You know, according to what he hears in the devil saying in in, in regard to his children. Yeah. Well, we can yeah. even look at the devil's story. Yeah. He was an angel in yeah. heaven, yeah. and he decided he could do it. He decided he would be self reliant, yeah. and God said, "Okay, you're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you are not allowed to be in heaven anymore." Yeah. God is in charge. And so um, Mary had some great scriptures as well. Self-reliance is, is doomed to disappointment and distress. I have Zoom on the brain. Psalm 33, verse 16 and 17 says, No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance, despite all the strength it cannot save. Psalm 60, verse 11, Mary, what does that say? Yeah, so uh, Psalm 60, um, Psalm 60, chapter, uh, Psalm 60, verse 11 to 12. This is from the Message Bible. Uh, give, give, us help, give us help for the hard task. Human help is worthless. <laughs> In God, we'll do our best, uh, our very best. He, he will flatten the opposition from, from oh, God. Oh, that's good. That's uh, Psalm 60, verse 11 and 12, the yes. message if somebody wants to, he'll flatten the opposition for good. Exactly. Mm. There will be no more. In fact, mm -hmm. that's what he, that's what he, he said to, uh, to, the, uh, to the land of Judah, mm -hmm. that's uh, you know, to Syria and uh, Ephraim, mm -hmm. that these, these nations, these two nations that you're seeing, will not be anymore mm -hmm. yes yes we're gonna skip over a little bit because i want us to get a little bit farther into the plight of moab from page 60 but these are some really great scriptures that proverbs 3 5 and 6 many of you know that one that we must trust in the lord with all our heart and don't lean on our own understanding in all our ways submit to him and it will make our path straight. So God is speaking about self-reliance right there in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Mm -hmm. And then we look at question 7 on page 54. How does God give his people a future? And what are the characteristics of that future? So um, we know what our notes say, but maybe you want to type something yes. in. How does God give his people... A future. a future and what are the characteristics of that future mm -hmm. and i read in in mm -hmm. isaiah 11 yes. what it says which is very important mm -hmm. um i also just this was as we read through isaiah a little bit i hope you're reading i hope you're looking yeah. in isaiah not just this book but isaiah 12 6 says wait for the day of the lord it will come no i'm sorry mm -hmm. 
verse four, listen, a noise on the mountains like that of a great multitude. Listen, an uproar among the kingdoms. The Lord Almighty is mustering an army for war. They come from faraway lands. The Lord and the weapons of wrath are going to destroy. Terror will seize them. Pain and anguish will grip them. They will look aghast at each other in the face of flame. Wow, that sounds like stuff that we're seeing in 2020. Yes. But then, I love this in Isaiah chapter 14. Isaiah 14, 1 says, The Lord will have compassion on Jacob. Once again, he will choose Israel and will settle them in their own land. But that's not it. How many of us have heard that Israel and the Jews are God's chosen people and God has a plan? We've seen as God is maneuvering nations to to do things in Israel. It's all part of this scripture. But look at this verse. I had not seen it this way. 14 verse 1. There's a second part of verse 1. Yes, maybe I like that. Yes. Isaiah Isaiah 14 verse 1. 1, It says they will settle in only. Then it says aliens will join them and unite with the house of Jacob. Nations will take them and bring them to their own place. And the house of Israel will possess the nations and they will make captives of their captors and rule over their oppressors. Aliens will join them. What I thought about that when I was reading was just that's God saying, it's not just Israel. It's not just someone who's Jewish. All of us are gonna come together. We all have the possibility to know the blessing of serving Jesus, to know the promise of heaven, to know what's coming in the last days. And I think this is that future. Yeah, and I think also that's why we we know the message of Isaiah, we were, you know, in in the beginning as we were leading, is that uh, the message that God gave Judah, it was not only for Judah itself, but it was also for other nations. Yes. Yeah, for all. Yes, for all. Yeah, including today. Amen. Today. Amen. Okay, so as we look at page 60 and 61, the first one is the plight of Moab. Okay, we're going to come back to this future question here in a minute. Um, the plight of Moab, there was 14 different references to lamentation, weeping, wailing, crying out. The people fled. Even a day of national humiliation did not stop Assyria from invading Moab. Then there was the plea of Moab. The one place the Assyrians could not conquer was Jerusalem. Wow, wow. Though the Assyrian army entered the kingdom of Judah and did a great deal of damage to the land, it could not capture Jerusalem. That's from chapters 36 and 37 later, we'll see that. But Isaiah warned them that it would take more than a request. They would need to submit to the king of Judah which meant acknowledging the God of Judah. In that day, sending animals to a ruler was a form of paying tribute, but Moab begged the leaders of Judah to give them refuge from the enemy. Why? Because they wanted Judah's help. There was this turmoil, but they did not want Judah's God. In so many countries, we see, oh, I want this country's help, or I want this... Why do you think the enemy is trying to undermine and pull away that foundation of faith, that foundation of worship and fellowship together? Because God was saying, even here in Isaiah, you can't just want the country. You need to know the nation's God, the God of Israel, the Holy One of Israel. And so I think that is really important. I know, Mary, did you have something on this other page about Moab or we're going... We have okay. We okay. So, uh, All right. So I, I'm yeah, going to keep However, going. as we were as we speaking, I also just you know uh, something came up also in regard to this um, uh, passage. Yes. That even remember even for us today, or even that during the time of Jesus, you know when he was doing the, his ministry, he would go around and a lot of multitude mm-hmm. would come. However, not all were you know came or followed mm-hmm. because of the message of you know uh, repentance not all who came followed yes <laughs> yeah because uh some were coming because of the miracles mm-hmm. so they wanted the miracles that he was performing the mm-hmm. healing and the miracles mm-hmm. you know but not what he was the repentance message that mm-hmm. was the key thing so good mary and so, so good. is today yes. 
Yeah. yeah, we want like we want all the blessings of God, exactly. but we don't want to live for God. Yes. We don't want to have a repentant heart. We want only the good message. Yeah, again, the self-reliance mm -hmm. thing, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very important. So, I think the Lord is speaking to all of us to be very careful not to have their we can have confidence in the God inside. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in yeah. the world, mm -hmm. but not greater is me that's in me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> greater is he that's in me. And, and that there's a difference with that. In fact, it talks about the pride of Moab mm -hmm. and the pride of a city like Babylon. But what did this tiny nation of Moab have to boast about? Their boasting would turn to wailing and their songs into funeral things. They said, I have no pleasure. Isaiah describes the prophet's grief and the Lord's grief. I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. Mm -hmm. You know, in case somebody said yeah. that God you know, is happy to, he, he's not happy to punish. He wants to love us. Mm -hmm. He has no pleasure no. in the death of this situation. Isaiah could have rejoiced. Mm -hmm. Isaiah, as he's writing, he could say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm happy that they're getting killed. He was no. saying, I have no pleasure in this turmoil. But instead he wept, it says in Proverbs 24, 17. Mm -hmm. And so I want us to jump over to Ezekiel 33 for a minute. In page 61, we make this reference to Ezekiel 33. It says, the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, speak to your countrymen. That's what we're wow. doing through this wow. study. When I bring the sword against the land and the people of the land choose one of the men or women and make them one of the men and make them their watchmen. He sees the sword coming against the land and blows the trumpet to warn the people. Then if anyone hears the trumpet, Mm -hmm. but does not take warning mm -hmm. and the sword comes and takes his life. His blood is on his own head. So wow. I've heard people say, uh, well, how can God send people to hell? God doesn't send them to hell. God provided a warning. Yeah. <laughs> he provided a trumpet of Jesus. me of what he say. You got to embrace the warnings. Yes. 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 So if you don't embrace the warning and you choose to be self-reliant yeah. and you choose not to depend on the on the Lord, then there's a consequence. There's no pleasure in that consequence, but there is a consequence. Greater is he, not greater is me. That's right, Eunicea. Amen. So let's keep going for a minute. So he says, then the blood is on his own head. You're responsible for your actions and your reactions. God gives us a choice, like we said in the beginning. We are on Ezekiel. Verse Ezekiel 33. Now I'm at verse 11. It says, say to them, as surely as I live. This is God talking. This is the prophet. Now we've jumped over to Ezekiel for a minute because there's this reference declares the sovereign Lord, I take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but rather that they turn from their ways and live. Yes. God is saying, I don't want you to die. I don't want you Choose to go to hell. I want you to yeah. live. Turn from your evil ways. Why will you die, O house of Israel? Mm. The righteous man, down in verse 12, if he sins, will not be allowed to live because of his former righteousness. I think this is a very important verse because, yes. you know, I can say God forgave me of my sins 20 years ago. Mm. But this says right here that the righteous man is not going to be allowed to live because he was formerly righteous. If he sins, he will not be allowed to live because of what he did 10 years ago. Every day I have to choose the Lord. Every day I have to choose exactly. life. Every day I have to be lay down my pride. Yes. And so it says he, in verse 13, if I tell the righteous man he will live, but then he trusts in his own righteousness mm -hmm. Again, and does yes. evil, then those other things he did will be remembered, but he will die wow. for the evil he has done. This is Ezekiel 33, verse 11 through 13 especially. So powerful. Mm. But here... It goes on in verse 15, says, none of the sins, if, listen to this, if he gives back what he took from someone and returns what he has stolen and follows the decrees that declare life. This is in the Old Testament, yes. in Ezekiel. Jesus came to do this, but here's Ezekiel saying, none of the things he committed will be remembered against Amen. him. Amen. He has done what is just and right, and he will surely live. Some of your countrymen say the way of the Lord is not just. 
but actually it's their way that's not just. Wow. If a righteous man turns from his righteousness and does evil, he will die for it. And if a wicked man turns away from his wickedness and does what is just and right, he will live. So self-reliance is a sin if I say that I'm going to boast in my own self from what I did 20 years ago. But if I turn from my self-reliance. It's not about what. No. Yes. So isn't that powerful what God is saying there? Um, so when we think about the future and we think about these prides of Moab, I want us to keep going for a minute. As we look at page 62, we see that there was some on page 62 in our book, okay, we're down to Ethiopia. There's a frantic develop, diploma, diplomatic activity going on, frantic diplomatic activity going on as the nation was seeking alliances. He pictures the ambassadors in their light, swift boats going to the African nations, but God tells them to go back home because he would deal with Assyria. In contrast to the frantic human activity on earth is the calm patience of God in heaven. As he awaits the right time to reap the harvest of judgment, Assyria is pictured as a ripening vine that will never survive because God will cut it down. In verse six of that, it says, Isaiah describes the feast that God spreads for the birds and the corpses, where there's these two images, even of end time judgment. And so when we talk about the future, okay, so we've talked about self-reliance. We've talked about peace, power, strength, and purpose that's inside of us. And the purpose of understanding how we must choose, we learn from these nations, we learn from these prophecies. How does God give us? What are the characteristics of our future? Um, Mary, what does it say in John 10, 28? Um, okay. Yes, here at the bottom. Yeah. Actually, um, in, John, in John 10, 28, even if you can also remember in John 10, 10, mm -hmm. it says that he came so that we have life and have life in, in full. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, so uh, our reference for this on John 10, John 10, 28, he says, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my heart. Mm. That's the future. Yes. Eternal life. Amen. There's a promise for eternal life. Amen. And that eternal life comes through Jesus, as we've seen in John 10, 10, that, that's why he came. Yes. So that we can have, we can live forever. There will be an everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Uh, Okay, so here's another one, Proverbs 24, 17 and 18. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 24, 17 and 18. Here's that thing that there's Assyria and this battle. Mm -hmm. There's the plight and the pride of Moab. Mm -hmm. There's something that we're learning that applies to our own life even yeah. about self-reliance, yes. about trusting in a nation rather than trusting yeah, in God. Self-exaltation, that exactly. is pride. Yes. Yeah. So Proverbs 24, 17 through 20 uh, and 21 says, do not gloat when your enemy fails. Mm -hmm. When he stumbles, do not let your heart rejoice. Yes. For the Lord will see and disapprove and turn his wrath away from him. Do not fret because of evil men or be envious of the wicked. For the evil man, we've already seen it. We've read it in Ezekiel and Isaiah. The evil man, the one who is sinning, the one who is choosing his own way, has no future hope. And the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. Fear the Lord and the king. Do not join with the rebellious. Yes. For those two will send sudden destruction upon them. Mm -hmm. And jump down in Proverbs 24, verse 27, verse 26. An honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. <laughs> Finish your outdoor work and get your fields ready. After that, build your house. As we wow. think about how the nation of Israel, God is saying, I want you to build this nation on the foundation of godly principles. I want you to learn from the plight and the pride of Moab. I want you to see that God is going to take care of the wickedness 
that is in our land and in our life. Mm -hmm. But he's going to give us this promise of eternal life, like Mary said in John chapter 10. Amen. Um, So I'm asking you, what does the future look like for the one who knows Christ? Yes. What does the future look like for the one who knows Christ? I think we can also post that, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, Proverbs 24. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 24, um, read from? Mm -hmm. 24, verse 17 and 18. 17, Mm -hmm. 18, yes, yes. And then I want us to finish with um, what does the future, what are the characteristics? So here we go back to Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2 to 5. What are the characteristics? The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and counseling and understanding. The spirit of counsel and power. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in that reverence, in that fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or hears with his ears. So the characteristics of my future say that I might have to remind myself every now and then, but what I see and hear with my eyes going on in the world, I don't judge my future based on that. I judge my future based on Jesus and and the power of God and the Holy Spirit who will give comfort and counsel and wisdom and power. What are some of the characteristics? We want you to see your note. Of the future that you see for your life, what are those characteristics, Mary? What's something you see? Uh, the characteristic of the the future that I see in the Lord is that of mercy, of grace, yes, yes, and forgiveness, repentance, yes, and full of life, yes. yes. When you see mercy and grace and full of life, you have hope for someone else. Yes. You have hope that they can turn around. You have hope for your loved one that you're praying for. You have hope for that healing that hasn't quite happened yet. When you know the mercy of God, when you look at Ezekiel and you see that he said, I don't delight in the death of the wicked. Oh, that you would choose life. Oh, from the very beginning, as Mary said, in the Garden of Eden, you can eat anything you want, but not this one. Follow the rules, but you can have a choice. You can have that free will, but trust in me, says the Lord. Yes, choose well. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Okay, so um, when we think about this future, it also says in Isaiah that there'll be harmony and peace and the future will be a glorious resting place. Mm -hmm. Yes, Barb, we see deliverance. I I mean, it would be hard if we didn't think that one day we're going to be delivered, that we're going to get a vaccine for COVID. Mm -hmm. COVID's going to diminish in its effects Mm -hmm. on people. And um, But we can see that um, all things don't feel good, but all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. (laughs) And so I can say, you know what, this whole time of being online and everything else has been hard. It wasn't what we used to do, but I'm really thankful for it. We have, you have friends in Kenya that are join and watch yeah i have friends in michigan and america that are watching we're able to stay connected exactly yes Yes. thank you amy promises that my future oh yes yes absolutely that's what's good about and that's a promise you know recorded in his own words yes 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 isn't it good how does i'm curious as you've been watching and listening how does knowing that God does not delight in the wicked and he wants us to live for him. How does that encourage your heart? How does that encourage your heart to know the nature of God is to want us to choose life? How or why does that encourage your heart? Type us, give us some answers there. Um, for me, it just, like like Barb said, like um, Amy has said here about hope that for loved ones that I pray for, that I know that um, they walk in difficulty, but they it gives me hope. Amen. Yes, we have. Yes, Brother Daniel. Oh, thank you for watching from Kenya. Yes, we keep the keep the fellowship. Awesome. They're ministering to 200 families. We pray for you, Brother Daniel. Thank you for what you're doing in Kenya. He writes me often on our uh, Facebook messenger. So thank you for that. Um, You know, God doesn't delight. He said, don't gloat over the ones who Mm -hmm. fail. 
Um, and so even in the midst of elections and turmoil, we have to be careful because here again, just, I feel very strongly today that the Lord is saying, don't, don't just look with what you see with your eyes mm -hmm. or don't just look at what you hear with your ears, mm -hmm. but with righteousness, mm -hmm. with the hope of Christ in you. That's how we look at the future. And then lastly, question number 10, as we, we will go on so that those of you who are studying, we're going to start next week as we look into Egypt, Edom, and Judah, page 64 to 67, okay? Um, but we're going to look at this last question. What does Isaiah praise God for? in Isaiah chapter 12. Mary, tell us about that song of praise. Okay. Uh, in, this, in, this, uh, in this chapter, we are talking about a song of praise. And this we find from Isaiah chapter 12. Okay, mm -hmm. Isaiah chapter 12, verse one to six. Mm -hmm. And this is what it says. Uh, Isaiah is praising God uh, because God has turned away his anger and comforted Isaiah and, and the people. Mm -hmm. And so are we. Mm -hmm. uh, God has also given salvation, redemption, hope. Wow, some of the things that we are talking. And remember, mm -hmm. uh, when we started the, the, the program, this is what we asked. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this was the question. Yes. This was the icebreaker. What are you praising God for exactly. today? Yeah? Exactly. So uh, then God has, uh, uh, Isaiah is still praising God that because he has become his refuge, defense, strength, salvation, Deliverance, oh yes, deliverance, the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And remember last week, uh, Pastor Jane told, told us something about strength, mm -hmm. the capability, agility. The, ability, the capacity to withstand great pressure. Strength is the capacity to withstand great pressure or force against our life. Amen, amen. Mm -hmm. So again, God has, uh, uh, has become the source of joy, of mm -hmm. salvation, mm -hmm. yes. And also, God has done great, world, uh, great things, world of praise and exhortation among the nations. Yes. He, he continues to praise God because he has uh, done great miracles and glorious things. Yes. Uh, remember the way he has fought and given victory, mm -hmm. you know, to the nations and also, you know, the nation of Judah especially, you know, uh, which Isaiah himself had been given a message of judgment and all that. So uh, this is where Isaiah is coming from, as he sings this uh, song of praise. Then God also, uh, um, in, he, he also praising God for uh, to make a joy. So he said, he's going to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And we see this is in uh, Psalms 147 and verse 12, where it uh, says, give a Shabbat. <laughs> a Shabbat is like uh, a Hebrew word for praise yes. to the Holy One of Israel. Oh. The preference uh, way of, uh, the way Isaiah gave lifeless to the I love that. You know what? I'm going to start saying, instead of saying a prayer and a praise, I'm going to say, we're going to give a Shabbat. <laughs> What's your Shabbat right now? And we yes. started with that praise. Um, thank you, Amy. You're signing off, but thank you so much. We're walking through the promises. We'll yes. see you next week. And God thank you, Barb. You. We know that God is always looking out for us. Amen. Amen. As we conclude here today and we think about that Shabbat, I want you to look at Isaiah chapter 12, mm -hmm. verses 1 through 6. These things that Mary has just said. And then Mary, you'll finish with this last little okay. part here. Okay. Mm -hmm. In that day, you will say, in that day, Isaiah is referring to, in that day when Jesus returns for his church, in that day when the Messiah is apart, I will praise you, O Lord, although you were angry with me. Remember, he said, I don't find pleasure yes. in the defeat of the wicked, the death of the wicked. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will not trust, I mean, I will trust, sorry, I will trust and will not be afraid. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and, and my, my song. song. Peace, power, strength, yeah, and, and purpose. Yes. <laughs> the Lord is my strength and my song. Mm -hmm. He has become my salvation. With joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Yeah, Maybe today. Joy mm, I, I'm going to come back to that about joy, but mm -hmm. I, I have to say it right now. Maybe today you have lost some joy. Mm -hmm. Maybe there have been difficult moments. Yes. Maybe there have been um, painful situations in your family. 
uh, could be from illness, it could be from relationships. And the Lord is saying, I want you to, with joy, you'll draw water from the wells of salvation. As we begin to be filled up, we will be comforted, Isaiah says. That's what our book is, yes. be comforted yes. with these promises. So in that day, you will say, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known among the nations what he has done and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world, joy to the world. We're gonna be singing that yes. at Christmas. Yes. Joy to the world, shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion. For great is the Holy One of Israel among you. This is a song of praise. So as Mary is looking at this question of what Isaiah is praising God for, today, if you have an uncertainty or uh, a sense of sadness or heaviness upon you. Um, there's a reason why these above promises are extended to us yes. that you mentioned here in your final notes as well. Mm -hmm. Tell them about this here. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Okay. So uh, the question asked, can you, can you praise God for similar things? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a question for me and you. And as for me, I can say yes. 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 And the reason, uh, the reason is because all uh, the above praise promises have been extended to me or to us through Christ Jesus. Okay, God's plan and purpose would, uh, would have to be fulfilled through the reconciliation process towards divine relationship with Abba Father. Mm. So that has been and will always remain, you know, his purpose to reconcile us back to him because that was his intention when created us it was to have a close relationship and to you know to fellowship with him mm -hmm. and that's why we say we, we he said i stand at the door of your heart mm -hmm. and i knock if you let me in i will come in and dine with you mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. right now we're just going to pray for you yes and i just feel so, like the holy spirit is speaking to all of us yes. that Sometimes we try to do things in our own reliance, in our own self. We feel yes. responsible or we feel we feel like we let ourselves down yes. or we expect someone else, another nation, another country, but another person. And we, yes. I believe God is saying today, I want you to rely on me. Yes. I, I don't want you to have the pride of Moab. Mm -hmm. I want you to understand that wickedness leads to death. Yes. Sin leads to death. Mm -hmm. But when God stands at the door of our heart and knocks, yes. he's saying, I want to come in and I want you yes. to be comforted exactly. so right now if you want to touch your heart yes. and i want you to say lord i invite you into those places yes. that i've been trying to be too self-reliant mm -hmm. father i do want to depend on you yes forgive me if i have separated myself yes. from your divine will yes. from your mm -hmm. ways from your wishes for my mm -hmm. life God, I don't want my way. Mm. I want your way. Yes. Lord, we thank you that throughout Isaiah, we see mm. the highways, we see mm. the roadways, we see the paths, mm. we see the ones that lead to destruction, we see the ones that lead to life and victory. Mm. And we thank you, God, that you are at the door of each of our hearts right now, knocking and saying, open yes. the door and let me in. Yes. I'll take care of it. I will mm. perform that which you didn't think could be performed. I will do a miracle for you. And so, right Right now, we praise God yes. for comfort, yes, Barb, mm. in times of sadness. Yes. We praise God for renewed mm. joy. I want you to know mm. that whether you're homebound and you absolutely can't get out of the house mm. or whether you can come and go, God wants you to let him in, to let him flow, yes. to let the Holy Spirit flow mm. in your life. Mm. And you will truly be like this Science says, Bella Vita, where dreams can grow yeah. again. You're not done dreaming until you get to heaven and you get to dance around the throne of heaven. So you keep dreaming. You, you know, we have to think outside the box. Mm -hmm. We never thought we would be doing Thursday Connect talking to a computer. <laughs> <laughs> but when we open up ourselves to God and we exactly. say, Lord, your yeah. way is maybe not my way, <laughs> but you're, you're really helping. Yes. And together, yes. not alone, not mm -hmm. isolated, not self-reliant, together, 
So I want to encourage you wherever you are, join in with your family of Christ, join in with your body of believers. If you join us online, remember that this Sunday here in Italy, we have a time change. We fall back an hour, so it might be a little different when you sign on. Um, but we're on at 10 a.m. and 11.45 a.m. right now. We may go to one service online, but we'll be at two services on campus. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. The place is buzzing exactly. with people that are coming people in. Are the children are coming in. This Sunday, mm -hmm. you can pray for me. I'm going to be finishing yes. and preaching the, the last message on faith moves our relationships mm -hmm. and the divine exchange. Yes. This is really what Isaiah is talking about, that yes. divine exchange yes. from God to us, that reliance vertical mm -hmm. is much more important mm -hmm. yes. than any reliance we can have horizontally on this earth. Exactly. And so today I want you to be encouraged. And yes. I hope that if you're in Rome, that you will register and come to one of our services on campus mm -hmm. on Sunday. Our creative arts worship team is going to be doing a very special um, extra thing for us on Sunday. Wow. You don't want to miss wow. it. Wow. It's going to be beautiful. Yes. The Holy Spirit I know is going to come and rest on us mm -hmm. online as well. We're so thankful for the bridge worship in yes. California, which is our daughter, Jessica mm -hmm. and their church that they're on staff at has been so generous to share their worship sets exactly. with us every yes. week. Yes. And, um, and we thank them for that. So yes. I know from that worship set as well, you're going to mm -hmm. feel the, the Holy Spirit. The nothing. Yeah. I want you and nothing yes. more, Lord. I, that's the divine exchange. Exactly. I want you and nothing else. So mm -hmm. register online. Join us. Join the young adults. They have a Friday night situation going on with financial intelligence. So we grow in all areas. But we want you to be blessed today. Thank yes. you, Mary, so yes. much for yes. just imparting some of these wonderful thoughts yes. to us. Thank you, too. And just to remind us, all of us, let's come back to the heart of worship. Yes. yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. All right. We love you. Love God bless you. you. Thank you for joining us from all over. Amen.